Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 382. Today is Monday, February 5th, 2024. Very excited to be here embarking on a new epic journey that is a week with Elijah Fire. Um, and guys, I hope you had a great weekend. I definitely did. Uh, I had company over and it was just a great time. We laughed, we cried, we, we, we ate yummy food and you know, what's more, what's more to love. Um, a recommendation to people. If you are in the Salem area, I'm in Salem, Oregon. Um, there's a great restaurant called the cozy Taberna. And if you have not been there, it's like Spanish style tapas. You order like a bunch of plates and you share them with people. And it's just a great time. And it's amazing food. So there you go. There's Jeff's recommendation for the week. Nice eateries in the Salem Kaiser area. So, um, guys, anytime you donate to Elijahstreams.com slash donate, uh, that those funds go towards this ministry. They go towards Elijah streams, um, you know, hosted by Steve Schultz. Uh, but we uh, also take a portion of that money and we put it into our water well efforts in Uganda and beyond. And actually, right now, Mike and Lori Sally, founders of Show Mercy International, who we partner with for the water wells, are leading a team in Uganda. And they'll be there for the next two weeks. And Steve and his wife, Doreen, are going to be there next week. Super exciting. Um also, this upcoming weekend, Saturday, February 10th, we've got our next teaching series that's going to be showing up, being converted into podcast form. And it is the fantastic teaching series with Ivana Tia called Intimacy with Christ. And she goes through the Song of Songs, Song of Solomon, and which was always, it was always an uncomfortable book for me. I'm not going to lie. And the revelation that I personally received through her going through it and how it illustrates Christ's love for the bride of Christ um, was wild, you guys. And I know we got so much feedback from that teaching series. Like it was a game changer. And now it completely changed my perception of the Song of Songs. Um, And that's kind of an understatement. Like it really was like mind-blowing and uh in all the right ways and so if you guys have not checked out this teaching series especially those of you who are listening on spotify or apple podcast or wherever else you know you guys listen to podcasts this is going to be a really really good one it's four episodes long and it's just a meaty teaching on that book uh it's gonna blow your mind that's like the elijah fire guarantee it's gonna blow your mind so um check that out all four episodes are gonna be dropping this upcoming saturday february 10th check it out. It's going to be so good. We'll be reminding you the rest of the week as well. So, uh, but I realized that I never played a video, a Wells spot. So I'm going to play a quick one just to make it all official. All right. And then we're going to get going. Water is an essential to life. What if it just disappeared? In Uganda, many don't have access to clean, safe water. Every 15 seconds, a child dies from water-related diseases. Together, we will change that by continuing to provide clean water wells. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com donate. 
or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Thank you guys again so much for those donations. We so appreciate it. And I know the people overseas appreciate it as well. All right, guys, we are we got a great show and we got a great topic. Uh, my guest today, uh, for those who don't know, he's a revivalist. He's a prophetic voice. He's also the owner of Nisi Knight, Knight's Tent Crusades. We got a great conversation ahead of us. Without any further ado, let's give it up for our guest today, Philip Redeemed Hickman. What up? Hello. Welcome back to Elijah Fire, dude. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure. You always make me laugh, Jeff. Okay. Well, <laughs> I I aim to please, dude. I, aim to, I love I, your spirit, man. I aim to make people laugh, I guess. Um, yeah. so what have you been up to, man? It's been a hot minute since you and I've talked. God's been taking me indoors. I've been doing a lot of indoor meetings. I just did a conference with Krista over the weekend and uh man, it was powerful. Yeah. yeah. Been doing yeah. that. We just bought a house, me and my wife. So congrats, congrats. Close close on that actually Thursday. No so. kidding. Yeah, Dude, that's huge. Yeah, it is, man. Uh, I've been praying for it for a while now. So come on. Yeah. Congrats, bro. Congrats. Thanks, man. We rejoice with those who rejoice. <laughs> absolutely you know amen yeah so all right dude well um what's on your heart to share today i know we titled it the foolishness of the cross but there's some other stuff in there too so you can start wherever you want to start yeah i titled I, the lord wanted me to title it that way because uh it, it's foolish the cross is foolish and uh i i think oftentimes we in our in our craftiness of our own wisdom we think we know the way we we get we get caught up in in to performance and things like that yeah. and when warfare hits we we sit and you know micronize every wrong thing we've done for the past you know such and such and we and we try to you know overanalyze things and I, I truly believe God right now is saying that enter into the cross come come back to a place of humility mm. uh, it actually goes along with the last word I released on here uh, He showed me that. Uh, when the cross happened, it, it got dark. There was a shaking, and we things are being shook up in the spirit. I don't know if, if anybody else is prophetic on here. There's been some shaking going on. Yeah, that's putting it lightly, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm hip because you know I, I I'm a prophet and I feel these things. I feel mm -hmm. what's going on in the atmosphere, and I see it going on with a lot of other ministers and and this is the time to go low because God is getting ready to take us to a super high place. Dude, for real. Oh my God. It's going to be so good. And yeah, he showed that. me that this eclipse coming that, that I've been talking about. Yeah. Right Do you know now. The dates? Do you know the dates of that? Eclipse? April 8th. I'm going to be doing a tent revival in Richmond, right in the path of it. No kidding. Oh yeah. It's going to be amazing. Dude. Okay. So I'll tell you. Yeah. There are a lot of, uh i guess strange and unusual people that like to follow kind of <laughs> lunar paths and things like that and so even in my city we saw a lot of when because i think in 2017 i think it was when there was a, another one and it it went through oregon and yeah. we had a lot of strange people that come so i mean that's perfect dude I know. Yeah. And, and like, this is part of the whole prophecy by the way the one in salem when i came to salem it was because yeah of that. But yeah. uh yeah, he showed me that like it, it feels dark right now. It kind of feels it's it's a crushing season. And mm. 
he's trying to get rid of all the things that will hinder you in the next season. Dude. That's what he's showing me. And and he showed it me. He's like, what happened when, when I went to the cross? It got dark. Things shook. And then he said, we're getting ready to enter into a season of Isaiah 60. Hmm. And it's where you arise and shine. Your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe we're getting ready to enter into one of the most glorious seasons we've ever seen as a body mm-hmm. of Christ. But it, you have to go through the cross to get to this place Dude. because the same things that didn't work uh, or that worked for you last season won't work this season. Yeah. It's like he's shifting things. Uh, he's really getting rid of the impurities, man. He, he really he, is. Yeah, all the toxicity in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's removing the false, the fake, you know. And we got to be real about our business with God, man, and 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 be about Him and His and, and His business. And Dude. Dude. so that's why we're getting, getting crushed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But oil is produced. You know, you think uh-huh. of like olive oils. You know, like olive olives, olive oils, like severe crushing. Yeah. That. Um, that happens and oil is produced you know and i can feel the oil levels rising too Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of what god is producing you know it's like we're with he he was hung on a tree okay and if we abide in that tree we got to go through that same process as him Mm -hmm. and even in corinthians i believe it says we're constantly being delivered over to death like most people look through that in carnal lens like why is he delivering me to death because so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in us. Mm-hmm. And so God is creating sons and daughters through this. Mm-hmm. And we got to we got to be a people. I mean, I want to have grace in what I say, but we have so many prophetic voices saying this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. And I'm not saying anybody's wrong. Sure. Sure. But God, I feel like God is bringing us into a season where like he's leading us in, in personally. And and but together as well. But like yeah. people have hung on to what this guy's saying or or what they're saying, and they're missing their miracle. And like God is trying to take them to a place of victory, you know, dude. And that's that's really like our heart behind this show too. Is like obviously we're a prophetic ministry. You know, I'm a part yeah. of the Elijah list. But something that I have noticed a lot just in my time of I worked here for almost six years, and yeah. and seeing there's some people that get so hung up on the only way they'll move forward with something is if this prophetic voice or that prophetic voice is saying, okay, this is going to happen. And then they'll move. And I'm like, that's great. Like I'm all for the prophets. I have multiple prophets on my show. You know, I also prophesy, but there is a living God who created us and desires to speak to you, whoever you are listening to this. What is God telling you? And I always say, it, it's cool to get a prophetic word that comes out of nowhere and you don't see it coming. You're like, whoa, this is different. And I, but it's resonating with my spirit. To me, it's, it's even cooler though, to have a word given to me that confirms things God has already spoken to me. And I've shared this a lot on the show, but like that secret language, only you and God have yep. maybe a phrase or a couple of phrases he used with you and you didn't mm-hmm. tell anyone else. And then a prophet comes or, or someone who's prophetic or has a word and says, Hey man, God, I heard God saying this to me about you. And it's the exact for that. That's cooler. It's, it's what the prophetic's for, Jeff. Yeah. See the prophetic is to confirm what God is saying. Yeah. 
And so we, we look at the prophetic as like something that leads, but the prophetic shouldn't lead. It should mm -hmm. confirm mm -hmm. the leading of the Lord. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so like the, the, this, this is a time really to, to get, get right with God, mm -hmm. to, to really get right with him and to know him for yourself because it's going to be that personal relationship that you can cling to when when madness hits when chaos hits and all this all this stuff we know is coming we know it's coming but but our solutions oftentimes can be carnal like you know what do you do when you're you're in you know tribulations between countries the first thing we think of is bombs you know yeah. <laughs> grenades throw yeah. a grenade let's you know yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. but that's not the kingdom yeah that's good you know when the when the kingdom is is presented when jesus is manifest that's what draws people to it and that that's that's the solution for mankind mm -hmm. jesus is the solution for mankind yeah and and what he's showing me is that he like there's going to be a strong unity that's going to come through this come on there's going to be a strong unity because their 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 motives and their hearts are going to be clean and pure and there's going to be a fear of the lord that that these sons and daughters are going to walk in man and I, I i truly feel it like i'm even seeing it in, in the people that i walk with day to day mm -hmm. and so uh the life of jesus th this is the kingdom the holy spirit was given to us to create ceremony the marriage ceremony within to produce us into mm -hmm. his son like it says that as you behold him you are transformed into his image yeah and so there's going to be a, a strong transformation to those that go low in this season. Yeah. And, and dude, it's, I feel that it's going to be tangible. Like, dude, I'm living this. I don't know you are oh, too, but I'm, I'm living this like yeah. God. I really felt like the tail end of last year. It was like the last couple of weeks of December and into like, and I knew it was God was just starting early with me, you know, but I knew that this is what God is doing in a lot of us is open heart surgery. And I'll share something super, super vulnerable with people. Um, you know, I went on a fast, uh, three day fast earlier in January. And so, um, uh, each of the days God was revealing just a little bit more. I was, I was fasting and, and interceding and praying into something else, but God was like completely turned it inward on me during those three days. And and something that God showed me, and it was something I didn't know was there, but it's like it took fasting, you know, in that season, the season I'm in, to actually see it. Yeah. And um, he showed me that I, he addressed this area of my heart where it's hard for me to accept compliments at certain times. Yeah. And um, like, I'll say, oh, thank you, but I won't. I won't accept it or I'll like, and, and I almost didn't realize I was doing this, mm -hmm. but it was like, I felt like there was this, almost this wall, this wall in this tiny area of my heart that I didn't know I hadn't surrendered to the Lord yet. Like it took this process of revelation for God to reveal this to me. And so he showed it to me and I was saying, Oh God, okay. I'm like praying, you know, journaling and praying and uh, you know, when you're, when you're fasting, you're like, I was buzzing, you know, like, <laughs> just, you know, and, and, uh, and so I was just like, okay, Lord, I was like, you know, I surrender this and I surrender this. And then I started to write and I invite you into this area of my heart, this area he showed, because what I'd seen was 
the Lord was walking along what I thought was this rock face, but then it kind of pulled out a little bit. And I saw it was this, this wall, like this thick wall made out of like stone, like solid stone. And I just saw the Lord walk up to it and knock, like knock on the spot. You know, like when you're going to like, you're going to knock before you strike something, you're like, knock, knock, knock. And you, you sense the weak spot and you're yeah. like, okay, this is where I'm going to hit. It was kind of like one of those things where the Lord was like, I want access into, the, I want access right here. And so I saw that and I was like, Lord, okay, well, Lord, I, I invite you into this area of my, and I just stopped. I couldn't finish. I invite you into this area of my heart. I just stopped. And that was the journal entry because I was like, I realized that I was absolutely terrified of letting him into this area of my heart. Yeah. Guys, this was just like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, I just started crying. Cause I was like, I'm, I don't even know why I'm afraid, but I'm afraid of letting you into this area of my heart. Yeah. And I realized just through sitting, cause I sat on it for 24 hours of just like, God, I want, when I write this, I invite you to this area of my heart. I want to mean it. I want to mean it, you know? And, and so I saw, I was like, I, I don't know the exact point of origin, but I saw the Lord showed me enough to see that it was from my childhood. You know, my parents got divorced when I was really young and there was a lot of, pain that came as a result of that yeah. and i do believe that a lot of that came from that and so the next day i literally just finished the sentence it was just into my heart you know because i was like i invite you and then i just stopped it's like i invite you to this area of my heart and then immediately i saw the lord strike it and and it was like it was interesting because it was a thick wall i mean it was like probably 10 <laughs> feet thick so yeah. where he struck it was really wide but it kind of you know, fractured. And so that at the very end, it kind of this like tapering the end, I could see of this like 10 foot thick wall. I could see this crack. Mm. And then I immediately got Psalm 119, 11, your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Yeah. And so as I, I be, and it's weird. I, I know this sounds weird, but this is what I saw in the spirit as I was praying. I saw myself writing that verse on like a piece of paper and then reaching in and slipping it through that crack. Cause it was like, I don't know, like an inch wide. Just, I, I couldn't see what was Bill on the other fair, side. Man. Couldn't see what was on the other side, but I just kept doing that, kept doing that. And over the course of probably a week, God fully, I saw him fully demolish that wall. But by the time he had broken through, there was nothing on the other side. Mm. So all this fear of like, what it just, it's a wall that I built in my heart to try and protect myself. Didn't realize it was there and God in his grace and his mercy, because I was willing and I let him do it. He, by the time that wall, I was so afraid of what was behind that wall. I didn't even know it was behind there, but by the time he actually broke it down completely, there was nothing behind there. Wow. And it just, it really is a testament to God, how gentle God is with us yeah. and how kind he is with us. And it was just like a really, like, like I said, guys, you know, I like to keep it real. I like I'm to on. keep it transparent. And that's yeah. what I've been going through is just like really raw. I felt very raw as a result of all this in a good way. Um, of just like fully letting, fully surrendering my heart in, in an mm. area that I didn't, I mean, God, dude, I've been watching, walking with the Lord for 20 years <clears throat> and been doing amazing things with God it took 20 years for me to see that spot within my heart that mm. needed to surrender to him, you know? And so the guys, this is the level of stuff that God is doing within us, you know, surrender in the areas where God is wanting you to surrender and have the courage to do it. I understand what it can be like that fleshly, like reaction of like, 
you know, that I've protected this for so long. No, this is mine. And you kind of realize that comes out when God is like, I want this. And you're like, no, you know, (laughs) so. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Anyways. Yeah, I I actually had some of the same issues. Uh, You know, mine was rooted with broke promises. Mm. Like, I... Hope because, deferred makes the heart sick. Kind right, of thing. Yeah. So just, just, you know, it was really daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my father breaking promises to me, you know? And so I, I put that on God, you know, that, that's mm. how I seen envisioned what a father should be. And so I deal with some of those same issues, man. And we're always walking through healing, ain't we? I, I don't know. I don't know. God always has a way of going deeper than we can possibly imagine. Oh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he does surgery like a filet knife. Oh, dude, straight up. (laughs) Well, there's so much freedom that comes from it, though. You know, and it's like, it's really kind of changed my perspective on, you know, I immediately was like looking around for other things. Like, is there anything else that I need to surrender to the Lord? Because that was amazing. You Mm -hmm. know, like what God did in me, even, you know, working with my fear, but doing it anyways, like, Like, God, I want to do this, but I'm like, whoo, man, I like, I don't know why I'm so afraid to surrender this. Um, but a lot of it was like that little boy, you know, that was just like afraid when he was younger and, and sad and, you know, sad about his parents to getting divorced and all that, the pain that comes from that, you know? So, yeah. This is so good already. I know, dude. This is what God's doing right now. He's healing people and you have to go to the cross to experience this. Oh, dude. You have to become a dead man, man. You, yeah. just, you have to die. And that that's like, you know, God has a funny way of bringing us into places and showing us things that we're still holding on to. And we don't even know it. We don't mm-hmm. even know it. And that's why it's important that you hold everything loosely. I know that sounds weird, but hold everything loosely. Mm-hmm. Even the things you believe, even even if like, because a man that thinks he's right is most, most of the time wrong. And that's what he's showing me. He's like, he's like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to lead the show here. And mm-hmm. that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to kill, kill off anything that isn't producing fruit in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe we're getting ready to, to experience some crazy manifestations of his glory. Come on. I'm seeing it at like my meeting Saturday. Oh my God. Uh, I, I'm in a, I'm in a broken place with the Lord right now too. You know, mm. But in that broken place, he, he just, he comes. Mm. In that place of not knowing anything, all is revealed. It's, That's it's, the sweet spot, dude. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. And it's not always like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hills and valleys. You know, we hear those terms, those cliche terms, but it, it's true. You know, he, he's the God on the mountain and he's the God in the valleys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, David said, if I make my bed in heaven, you're there, Lord. But if I'm in the pits of Sheol, you're there. Mm-hmm. Psalm 139. Yeah, come on. There you go. Yeah. And, and that, that's the place we're at. Where it, It's like we're coming out of the, the pit and, and ascending the hill again slightly. Mm-hmm. And it's important that just everything that needs to die off in people's lives and, and your testimony just brought mm-hmm. conviction by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. It brought conviction to me. And I was like, man, yeah. this, is what, this is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. I just want to read this real quick. Yeah, please do. Because this is what where uh, God had me at when He gave me this message. He said, "But brothers, this is First Corinthians three verse one." He said, "But I, brothers, 
could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh. As infants in Christ, I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. So in other words, he's, he's saying the cross, the cross, it will get you to, to solid food. You're still an infant because you haven't even understand the basic principles of what Jesus did. And and you haven't crucified your flesh with his. Hmm. And uh, he said, he said, and even now you're not ready for it, for you are still in the flesh. For while there's jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving in a human way? And I'm telling you, there is a clear distinguishing line that God is drawing in the sand for people who are walking in flesh and people who are walking in the spirit. Yeah. And 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 because I, I tr this is what the Lord told me the other day. He said, we're getting ready to walk in a season where it's the manifest sons of God. Hmm. Romans 8 is getting ready to just, it's like a scroll that's being opened up over the body right now. And the manifest sons and daughters of God are coming forward. Yeah. But it's people who have died. You understand? Like mm -hmm. you can't get, you can't manifest as a son until you die. Mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus learned obedience through that, which he suffered. And, and yeah. he didn't appoint himself. <laughs> yeah. Somebody needed to hear that. Jesus yeah. didn't even appoint himself. Mm -hmm. And, and so we, we need to, to go through the same things that Jesus did and learn how to be obedient Yeah. and then become sons of God. So good. Yeah. Dude, well, and people may remember all that, dude, like the majority, I would say the second half of 2023, I couldn't get out of Romans 6. <laughs> and Romans 6 is all about, I feel like I'm supposed to read part of it, you guys, because okay. I just like, I need like, I read it over and over and over again, dude, like to the point yeah. where I, I like memorized it. I'm a little rusty on it now, but I memorized I meant I would just sit there and just go over and over again, but it says he's so in chapter five, he's saying where sin increased, grace increased all the more. Okay. Yep. So then he says, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase by no means? We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Listen to this. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into his death, we're baptized into Christ. Uh, were, uh, those of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too might live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Mm. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. I'm almost done. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. Guys, this is our reality because yeah. of the blood of Jesus. Thank and you. offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. 
For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. Yes. Boom, <laughs> dude. Mic Come drop on. in the heavenlies, dude. So I, it was that, dude. Like, I didn't know why I was supposed to say in Romans 6. I was like, this is my food. Like, this is feeding. This is nourishment. And I believe that that was the release of that and reading it out loud or read it out constantly would speak yeah. it out constantly is what also gave way to such a fruitful fast for me mm-hmm. in God being able to like bust down this area of my heart that number one, I didn't know was there. And then also reacting in fear a fleshly yeah. response as a result of the God revealing it to me right. and then having the courage to go, okay, well, even though I'm f- afraid to surrender this, I know that you're good. I know that you're kind. I know that you don't like all these things. And it was because of that, that br- I believe brought a lot of breakthrough for me, yep. you know, a couple of weeks back. So that's so good. And, and, and that's, that's, I'm kind of laying out a paradigm and like, I'm think like I have the word in my head and like, sometimes it just unfolds as we just chat and you're you're you said Romans six and God's saying we're going into a Romans eight season. Yeah. See what I'm saying? The cross yeah. has to come first. And like, yeah, we've died. We there's so much grace. Mm-hmm. It, the Holy Spirit's job is to convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So when we receive the Holy Spirit, He's con. It says He's constantly delivering us over to death. Yeah. So that the life of yeah Jesus, yeah yeah. And so so th- it's like. It's like a lot of times we get, we like, I feel like a lot of people, and I was in this place, I had to check myself. And the Lord's like, because uh, the, the, the basic oracles of God is, is the foundation, which is Jesus, the blood of Jesus saves us from sin and sets us free. And the job of the spirit is to keep us continuously walking in it. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so, so the Holy Spirit is, is, is birthing in us. The kingdom of God regularly, but like when we go through these paradigm shifts, it's it's just important to like go low. And 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 apparently he's he's doing just fine at this without me saying it. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just want you to know that like people who are watching, you're not just going through uh things for nothing. Yeah. And that if you will truly put your place in it, put yourself in a in a humble place before God. And allow him into the deep places of your heart that he will heal you in the season that's ahead of you is going to be amazing. It's going to be profound. Yeah. Well, and uh, Philip, I'm seeing uh, Daniel super, super transparent in the comments saying he's been wow. free of nicotine nicotine for the last three days. Come on, Jesus. For some reason, he can't kick weed no matter how much I've told Jesus to do what I can't do. Dude, number one, James chapter four has a promise guarantee for us. James chapter four, verse seven says, submit yourself to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So you have a guarantee that if you submit yourself to God, if you seek his face, you abide in him, you continue to seek him. Even on the days where you've messed up, you continue to reorient yourself back to him. You will see that deliverance. You will see, you will see the devil flee from you. Amen. Ryland, I, I mean, Philip, formerly <laughs> Ryland. <laughs> so, I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Daniel, I just want to say that the cross is not is not a it, it's not a condemning thing. Mm. I just feel like you're supposed to hear this. Mm. That the cross was never meant to condemn you, but to save you. 
And, and oftentimes when I, I, cause I've been in that place you are where I was struggling with addictions and things like that and giving them up. And I'm like, why can't I just kick this habit? And it, and, and we're, we're, where I could and God could, and that's what his grace is for. That's why Paul's like, you know, this thorn in my flesh, take it. And, and God kept saying, my, my grace is sufficient. And so I just encourage you, Daniel, just to, to, to lean into his grace mm-hmm. and, and his mercy, because I, I feel like in my spirit that you're struggling with condemnation. Mm-hmm. And, and God is not a God of condemnation. He's a God of, of breakthrough and salvation and grace and mercy. And so oftentimes to kick sin, you have to understand that you're made righteous. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. I mean, that don't even make <laughs> sense to your natural mind, but you have to understand that he's made you righteous. It's actually imputed. It says in the word, it says it's imputed righteousness. That means it's imparted. It's put into you. <laughs> so I just bless you, Daniel, to, to, for the Lord to just impute his righteousness. And, yeah. Yeah. Don't be condemned, bro. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah, we do. We love you, and we appreciate yeah. the 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 freedom you felt to share that struggle that you're going through. Like that that yeah. take that alone takes courage, you know. And so we really want to commend you for that. Like, yeah, man. Don't stop seeking His face. So yeah, dude, this is good. Praise really God. Good. Yeah, and so yeah. so this is this is this is the second. This is where this is where the Holy Spirit, man. He's gonna do a powerful work. Like I'm feeling it in my bones and my body. Like the Holy Spirit is taking charge. Like he's shutting stuff down. He's like, he's picking things up. He's mm-hmm. switching things around. Like he's taking, I mean, we're seeing corruption in the church. And I'm not, I don't mention names. I really don't even care to follow it, but he's he's taking high and lofty people yeah. and he's making them low. You well, know I, mean? I honestly think that's like, that's just like a, like uh, just a taste of things that are coming. You know, like I think we're going to continue to see this this year. Well, well, people, people like people are being raised in the wilderness right now mm-hmm. and they're, they're pure and God is, he's changing the gates. He's changing the, the guardians at the gates in the realm of the spirit, like people who are pure, you know, and he's taking all the, all the influence and the power and he's stripping the wicked of it and he's giving it into our hands. To to because he showed me this, uh, Jeff. This will you get a kick out of this. Uh, all right, you hear pyramid schemes in the fine. Let's just say the financial mount. Mm-hmm. That's a pyramid scheme. It is because wicked men are sitting on top of it and they're drawing all the power to themselves for yeah. some reasons. Mm-hmm. But but uh, this is what God said to me the other day. He said, "Well, t- tell them I have a funnel scheme." <laughs> a funnel scheme. And so he showed me like this funnel. Instead of a pyramid, he showed me uh-huh. a peak. Yeah. And he said, he said, my people that are standing on the top of a mountain will be a source to trickle down onto on into people that need it. Mm. So like all this, this financial wealth transfer is going to be put into the hands of people that will distribute to people who have needs to people. It's not going to be for you to have a boat or for you to have a yacht. Although those things are pretty cool. I, ain't gonna I was going to say, maybe, maybe someone will get a yacht or, a maybe, boat, you know, <laughs> who knows? but but they're going to, they're going to be bringing people along with them. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But, but we, God is sending the sons of God into these places of influence. I believe yeah. right now. Yeah. He even got me, he's given me a download to, for fight the financial mountain. He said, you're going in the financial Come mountain on. next season. Come on. Like, 
I don't know anything. He said, yeah, <laughs> he, he said, perfect. <laughs> yeah. That, that means you're pliable. Uh, right. You know, we have to be teachable, man. And, yeah. and like, I, that's what I've been. In. I've been in a season of just sitting before the Lord, but I'm also doing ministry and stuff. Mm -hmm. But but I'm really just bringing my heart to him right now mm. because I don't want anything that that will hinder me in my next season to stop what he's trying to do in Dude. my life my life yeah you know? i'm i'm right there with you and i think yeah. that's like the best place i think that's like the best heart posture to be in before the lord right now because you're not always going to know the things you're supposed to surrender as was the case with me right but my heart was like god i just want to be <laughs> i just want to be pure before you i want you to be in every aspect of my life and i just let him have free reign to show stuff now it ended up being unpleasant for me at first yeah the revelation of what it was you know because then there's like the condemning thoughts of like dude you host a show you know and like you know like you couldn't surrender to this area and you're like telling other people to, you know? <laughs> but again yeah that's how satan works you know he's it like is. he wants to make you feel bad i'm like it it's it. just part of the pro there's i just mm -hmm. couldn't see it yeah. Even though I was surrendered to the Lord, even though I've done amazing things for him, I hear the Holy Spirit. They, sometimes it's like a layers of an onion in us. We're like, there's something God deals with and you're like, whoa. And then all of a sudden you're like, that was under the thing you just removed. I couldn't, no wonder I couldn't see it, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so here, this is what the Holy Spirit's saying, man. You know, where, where he tells his disciples, he said, you know, when a woman is carrying the baby, and she's going through travailing pains to give birth. It can be painful mm -hmm. and in anguish. Yeah. But when the my God, I feel the Lord on this. <laughs> when the baby is born, then the joy comes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so God is creating through the cross and through through death itself. He's creating joy in us again. He's creating mm -hmm. the king, like the kingdom. The kingdom is in us and it works through us. And he's yeah. trying to get that here. It's a funnel scheme. It's good news. It's really good news. Yeah. And so, but we're, we're conduits for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're an ambassador for a kingdom, that means you represent that kingdom in another place because mm -hmm. you don't set up a U.S. Em em embassy in the United States. Well, maybe yeah. you do, but, but you know, you, you, you have them in other countries of course. representing the United States. Yeah. Well, you represent the kingdom of God. And yeah. so you're living in this earth and, and God wants to use you. I don't care who you are from the least to the, to the greatest. Mm -hmm. God wants to use everybody. And that, that's where, that's where he's, he's bringing the body into. It's mm. not a one man show anymore. Come on. You're not going to be able to do it by yourself. No. Right now I've, I've, I've failed many times. Yeah. Don't try. Don't try. Yeah. <laughs> from, from Philip and myself, don't try right. to do it by yourself. And, and there's a cost with this, man. Yeah. There, there's a, man, people don't understand, like, that microphone, there's a cost to pay. Mm -hmm. Preaching the gospel, there's a cost to pay. And it can be fearful. I'm mm -hmm. just, I'm just warning people, don't, don't seek those things. Seek the Lord mm -hmm. and he'll put you right where you're supposed to be, man. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm talking to people. Like, yeah. And, and, and there are desires in people to want to want to do great things for God, but don't don't seek from selfish ambition. Seek the Lord, 
and he'll put like it ha- you can't you can't be put in that position without grace because yeah. they're called grace gifts yeah help elijah fire continue to make an impact around the world all donations go toward making elijah fire and the elijah fire podcast possible visit elijahfire.com slash give and become a partner today you have to be graced by god to do what it is that he's called you to do mm-hmm. and and so i feel like there's just a, a lowly place that we're at because god is is speaking to our hearts and and getting our hearts straight before before you know, the next season. Well, and I think too, like, it's okay to desire that thing. If God showed you something and you're like, oh man, like that, that's it. Like, that's the thing I've been feeling. And I just didn't have uh, an image to, to put along with what I'd been feeling in my spirit. You know, God's been, you know, I totally feel confirmed with this thing and it's okay to desire that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But don't, you know, they call it like birthing an Ishmael. You know, you had, you know, Abraham and Sarah, and they were like, God told him he's going to have many descendants and all this. And they took it into their own hands because Sarah was old and she couldn't have a baby. And so they're like, Oh, let's let's sleep with my, you know, my, my, my maid servant. And then Ishmael was born and, um, and it actually was a disobedient act because it actually wasn't faith. They tried to take what God told them into their own hands and force it. And we don't want to do that. And I've definitely birthed a couple of Ishmael's in my day. Um, And it's, it's a painful process. Yeah. So it's like either, well, this is interesting. Either, either way, surrendering to the Lord or trying to take matters into your own hands, both are going to prevent, present themselves with painful process. It's going to be a painful process, mm-hmm. but one of them guarantees freedom on the other side of that pain. Yeah. Sometimes it is painful to acknowledge something within yourself, to realize the depravity of your flesh and realize how much you need a savior how much you need the blood of Jesus, how much you need to surrender to him. But we have the promise of freedom as a result of what Jesus did for us. The other way, taking matters into your own hands, birthing an Ishmael produces pain as well, but it's a different kind of pain. It means crashing and burning. It could mean public humiliation. It could mean opening the door for sin because you weren't ready to stand up under the pressure of something that God was trying to refine you in before he brought you into that season you see what i'm saying see he does this <laughs> is that on your notes oh no yeah it, it's in the bible like okay it's, it's in the bible I, yeah <laughs> god does this weird thing with me where i just open up the word dude and revelation just starts pouring okay out. So that's nice. how i strip my vein and yeah. that's dude i'm like drawing revelation from you dude it's dude, awesome dude like crazy revies dude add 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 to it if you want to yeah, I'm just going to I'm tag just going to back what team. you said up with scripture because it's it's literally right after what I just read. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it says in verse 10, it says according to the grace of God given to me like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than what is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Mm. This is what I want you to see though. We have foundations, right? We know Christ. There's many people that are saved, but this is what this is what he says next, and and this is what he's like really trying to impregnate us with right now, is if anybody builds on the foundation with gold and silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. Mm-hmm. 
If the work anybody has built upon the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. And so, like, what we build upon is is tested by fire. So, mm-hmm. like, when when you're building in ministry or you're building in business or because there's going to be business people that watch this, it if you're building on your own strength, like Jeff was talking about, it's going to be tested by fire. Mm-hmm. And and if it's not built with the right right materials that God has put in your hands. It's it's gonna crash and burn, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And Casertini brought up a good point about Ishmael. She said, "But Ishmael was or he or she. I'm sorry. I, I yeah. assumed you were whatever. Anyways, <laughs> but <laughs> Ishmael was birthed and blessed by God. So not all corrupt. That's correct. You know. And Scripture does tell us that God works together all things for the good of those who are in Christ Jesus. So even my mistakes, God will repurpose, and yeah. He can actually con- turn them. He's like, like. I always say to people, none of us are strong enough to, especially when you're pursuing the Lord, none of you, none of us are strong enough to disrupt and derail God's plan and purpose yep. for us or purposes right. for us. You know, especially if your heart posture before the Lord is God, I want to serve you. And then, yeah, maybe you took matters into your own hands and you messed up, but then you repented. God could still, I've seen that so many times, you guys, in my own life, in my friends' lives, you know, God taking something that was a mistake or something where they overstepped and allowing that to be brought into the equation. Like it's like God's uh, yeah. Sometimes we get like, we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves to be like, I have to get it right because if I don't, then I misheard God and I'm ruining his plans. You're not that powerful. No, break it to you guys. You're not that powerful. And, and, And I, I pray that I pray that people would, would get it down in their spirit that it's okay for that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I, I share from a place of like trial and error and mm-hmm. what, what I'm receiving from the Lord so that you don't have to make those same errors because it, like Jeff said, it's painful. And mm-hmm. there there's, there's so much delay on things when we take matters in our own hands. And that's why, that's why God's taking us through this humbling and it's everybody. I mean, everyone, I, it's the president's going through this. I yeah, know. everyone. But, but everyone. And and we have to be willing to yield. That's what he said. Submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee. Yeah. And so, man, there's something about death in this season to self that is going to manifest Jesus in the next. Mm. And it's going to be powerful. But those who hold on to their lives or seek to save their lives, they're going to lose it. And mm-hmm. those that lose their lives are going to gain yeah that's the foolishness of the cross it sounds foolishness and god even goes on to say this he says he says don't you know that god is the temple of this uh, is you're the holy or, or this uh temple of the holy spirit and then he says let no one deceive himself if any among you thinks that he's wise in this age let him become a fool that he may become wise hmm. and so god god he uses foolish people he, I'm telling you, he does. Yeah. He, just people like like me who are just foolish enough to believe him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I and I've seen God's miracle working power over and over again. It don't matter if if everybody and all the hell says no. When God says yes, bro, you better believe it's coming to pass. Mm-hmm. And just like this, every like every area of my life is nothing short but a miracle. But it's because I, I I don't know anything. I become low. I become teachable. Like I seriously don't. 
I'm not even the greatest speaker. <laughs> like, like Holy Spirit has to fill me to be, even be able to do anything that I do. Hmm. And, and that's what he's trying to do with others in the business field, in the marketplace, in all these areas. God is trying to 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 send out his sons and daughters to 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 heal this land, to heal our, our, our planet, man. Hmm. And he's going to use us to do it because hmm. you're an ambassador. And uh, this is your inheritance. The meek yeah. says the meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah. This is my inheritance. My inheritance is 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 Jesus manifested in and through me. And for us to be married together forever, right? Mm -hmm. And so I the Holy Spirit's job is to bring you into that fullness. Like we can come into this the the reality of that fullness now. But we have to die to what we think we know. Mm -hmm. Because I went through this process of strong strong like I'm like, man, could, could I have been wrong all this time? Like, I, I genuinely thought that for a long time. Hmm. And, and the Lord was like, yeah, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and but I'm I like, still love you and look yeah, at what I've done. Dude, he just like, he coddles you like a baby. It's beautiful. And like, that's what I meant by hold everything loosely, guys. Because what you think could change at any moment. Because hmm. God is God, man. Yeah. And, and that's what I mean by the foolishness of the cross, man. It's be fools. Even I think it was Peter that said we were fools for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. They were running with something different. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. They were running with a power that we haven't even tapped into as a church. Yeah. We ain't seen none of the book of Acts. We, we say we have, but we haven't. What was different about them? They were running with a revelation. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's being restored to his church of mm. who we actually are. And yeah. it has to get to a point where it's no longer I who lives, but the Holy Spirit or Christ in me. Right. Yep. yep. Which is the Holy Spirit. That's Christ in you. Uh -huh. Holy Spirit. And so you have to be completely dead to manifest this kingdom. Mm. And this kingdom is available to those that will go through through that that humble. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen, dude. So yeah. I talk about this stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's really good, man. Yeah. Um, one thing that we talked about backstage was just you were saying, you know, something else you wanted to kind of talk about. And you've talked about it, you know, sort of, you know, yeah. during this episode, but is about how things feel dark. There's like this heaviness. Um, so, I mean, what what would your advice be to the the ecclesia, the body of Christ? Um those who maybe are sitting on the fence about Jesus, uh, but anybody, yeah. Yeah, what, what, what would, what would you say in regards to that? Cling to the Lord. Yeah. I mean, that's good advice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my best advice. This is why it has to become foolishness yeah. <laughs> because the, it says, it says in Hebrews come into perfection, lay aside those elementary things. Like you have to die to get this life. And so lay down your pride, lay down what you think, you know, man, I feel the Lord, man. Mm -hmm. uh, lay down all your ideologies. John first, John two twenty seven says, you have no need for man to teach you for the Holy spirit within you abides in you and teaches you all things. Trust in God. He, I promise he's faithful to tell us mm, he's faithful to, to show us, uh, things that we need to know, things that we need to hear, 
things that things that we need to do. He leads us into all truth, like the truth, like Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth who, who leads us into that truth always. And he's never failed me. Even if I was wrong, uh, he became right. I don't know how else to word this, but it's a beautiful thing uh, to to be in that place, that sweet place with God, and and to know that He's leading every single one of your steps, man. Like uh, it breaks me. Like I, I get weepy a little bit mm. when I talk about this because if it had not been for the Lord, if it had not been for His Spirit within me, man, I would not be alive today. Mm. Even 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 in ministry, even in marriage, even in business, even in mm. even even in life. Uh, when, when I was in my depression guys, and I've struggled with depression as a minister, Mm -hmm. as a man of God, he was the only thing that was left that, that would not be moved. Yeah. It's like, he's this rebar in this anchor to our soul that cannot, Oh God, I feel it. Yeah. I'd be moved. Yeah. There's nothing. There's not a strong, uh, force on this planet that can shift him. Because mm-hmm. he never leaves you nor forsakes you. Mm-hmm. Because, because even without your knowing, you've been married to the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit's job is even in John 14, it says, it says, I and the he said, Philip, how long have you been with me? And you still don't know who I am? He said, I I if you've seen the Father, or if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. They're one in the same. And he's we're one in the same with the Trinity, the triune mm-hmm. Godhead who brings us into perfect union and bliss. Mm. And and you can't get there by by knowing. Uh you can only get there by mm. by by bowing before the king, man. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. This is great. This is great. I love Jeff. <laughs> I love you, man. Amen, bro. Yeah, we're just flowing. It was like I looked up and I'm like, wow, it's almost been an hour. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Praise so, God. Yeah. Well, dude, why don't you go ahead and pray for people? I know there's some people that could use a, you know, yeah. a fresh touch. And and honestly, too, I know that God's been preparing some people's hearts and boom, that yeah, gonna take them all the way. Yeah, I just echo the prayer of John 17, where he said, Father. Let them be one, even as you and I are one. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, right now that you would touch hearts, Lord God. There's people watching, and there's been so much confusion, so much witchcraft, so much uh, just just fog in the brain, Father. But I just pray that they they would let go of those thoughts, that they not man, they would let go of those feelings and emotions, and they would bow before you, Lord, and that they would allow you to come into their hearts, God, and correct, and to bring instruction and lead them into truth, Father. I pray that you would bring such a tangible healing in their life, Lord. And I just feel like there's people on here watching right now, and I, and I hear the Lord saying that you had to go through those things so that you would know that I am good. Hmm. <laughs> you had to. I had to show you that I'm good. And so so those that are watching that you're feeling a tug, I feel it. You're feeling hmm. a tug on your heart. Give your heart to God right now. Give your heart to the Holy Spirit that's tugging on your heart right now. And Father, I just thank you right now that you would teach them and that you would guide them, Father, 
that you would remove any obstacles or confusion or brain fog, Father, and that you would bring such a sobriety, Lord, such a sobriety to your people. They're so caught up into so many different streams. They don't even know, know who you are or what to listen to or what to believe, Lord. But God, you are the way, the truth, and the life, Lord. And so, Father, I just pray that they would know you, God, mm. that they would know you, the one true God, Father, in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Ooh. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Amen. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. Oh, so, guys, please, if you've got an encouragement for, for Philip, if you've got uh testimony, um, like Philip, what's the best way for people to write you if they want to be like, oh man, just like I just so I like... got my website up finally. Woo! You do? Yeah, yeah. Do we have that in the description, Nash? I sent that to eliminate. She might okay. have she, she probably it. did put it in there. It's okay. We just didn't update the sign. It's yeah. in the description. So it's nkministries.com. Uh, For Nisi Knights. Yeah, but don't type Nisi Knights. It's NK. I, I kind of shortened it up because Nisi Knights is a little long. Yeah. yeah. nkministries.com or .org? .com. .com. Yeah. And they can find all the events that I'm doing and uh, – and just uh, uh, they can reach out through email or whatever. Awesome. Praise God. Yeah. So, guys, all this, all the good stuff, the goodies, it's in the description. Please go follow his page on Facebook. Check out his website. If you want to actually host him, like, hey, yo, you can reach out that way too, right? Yeah, yeah. Just email me. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, bless you, dude. Thank you so much. We no love worry. you. Love you too, man. Yeah. So everybody, that's our show. That's a Monday. Uh, tune in tomorrow. We've got John Myers. Who is John Myers? He has a huge heart for Israel. He's also a Messianic Jew. And so, guys, it's going to be, we're going to be talking all about Israel tomorrow. It's going to be a solid time. We met him actually through Chris Keel, who's Johnny Enlow's son-in-law. Oh, wow. um, yeah, so it's going to be a great time, you guys. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, seems like a really great guy. Uh, so it's good. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, guys, ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate. And um, it makes us, it keeps us afloat at five days a week. Allows us to bring on the Philip Hickmans and, uh, and, and the John Myers and uh, everybody else. And so, guys, we so appreciate your generosity. And the people overseas being impacted by the wells because of your donations, they appreciate it too. So God bless you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific I got to start that over. Okay. 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with John Myers. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.